0: This week the blind debate is joined by sheer horror the curators of horror Katie and Emrys join the boys for the season finale of the blind debate podcast <laughs> Blind Debate with Neil and Ricardo
1: Hello and welcome to the Blind Debate. I'm Neil. And I'm Ricardo. This is our season finale and today we will decide who takes home the Blind Debate Cup. Neil, for the last time this season, how does this work? Well... We will have controversial topics,
0: we'll flip a coin, and each of us needs to argue their side. After the debate, if you change
1: your opponent's mind, you get a point. And tonight, one of us will take home the coveted Blind Debate Cup. Yes, bask in its glory. Can you feel its warmth? Can you hear it sing? No, it's a cup. It's
0: all right. I still want it, though. Um, But yeah, we know the topics beforehand, but we only
1: find out what side we will be defending... When we start, if you remember, because Neil probably does remember, I'm on the lead by one point, and it's the final episode, so you might be able to say, hey, so Neil can only draw? No, 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 we thought of that. Today, we have not one, but two special guests. Tonight's debate is worth double points. It is indeed. Tonight
0: on the show, we have the hosts of the amazing podcast, The Curators of Horror, Please welcome Katie and Emrys.
2: Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Good.
1: You can tell by the spookiness in their Whoa. voice that they are. horror.
2: <laughs> that was very
0: much child from a horror film. They're saying, hello. <laughs> hello.
2: Are you my mummy? <laughs> are you my mummy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just channeling deep Doctor Who there.
2: Play with us, Neil and Ricardo. Play with us forever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> and ever
0: ricardo (laughs) is it too late to change our minds
1: (laughs) i mean (laughs) i I just hope my my lift doesn't open and a bunch of blood comes out
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'll
1: tell i'll ring him and tell him to take the blood out of the lift. just nix the blood
2: take the blood away you want the blood no
1: that's one hell of a tampon (laughs) Uh, (laughs) right so welcome to the blind debate creators of horror fun fact My first ever appearance on a podcast was in the Curators of Horror. You inspired you and I to do this, so it's all your fault. It is, yeah. (laughs) The
0: the listeners have a... I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm terrified even by the memory of doing your podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you have a lot to answer for.
2: We scarred you both for life and we're proud of it.
1: Yes, very proud of (laughs) (laughs) it. I was scared and aroused and it was magical.
0: (laughs) Which brings us to our first
1: point. We need to know if we like the curators of horror because clearly we're confused in more than one thing in life. So curators of horror, convince us to like you.
2: Why should you like us? Well, to be perfectly honest, you're probably going to find it easier liking Emrys than you are liking me. <laughs> um, I do think I'm a relatively likable person. I'm just a bit of a dick at the same time.
3: I know the feeling. You and, know, and I'm just really, really likable.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like you. So that means that everybody else should like you as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And um, if you don't like me, then sorry, but we're married and we come as a pair. So if you like Emrys, then you're stuck with me.
3: Yeah, and if you don't like Katie, then I don't like you. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Go and sit alone in the corner and think about what you've done, trying to break up a marriage
0: rocking backwards and forwards
3: and like i guess why you should like us collectively is because we offer a public service to our friends and to the world but through our podcast the curators of horror where we invite on somebody get them to fill out a survey help them find two perfect horror movies for them
2: and then i win every week (laughs) by being better at that than emrys's so basically it's all good you know
1: Oh, do you want to plug your podcast? Oh, wait, too late. (laughs) (laughs) Where in the world of social media
0: can you find uh, your podcast?
3: Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Curators
1: of Horror. There you go. The plug plug box has been ticked now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel I like them. Do you like them, (laughs) Neil?
3: I'll tell you another reason why you should like us, because like Ricardo and Neil have said, if we didn't exist, then neither would this mess of a podcast.
1: Yeah. Let's not go into that. That's (laughs) fin-ice. All right. So we like the curators of horror, um, but we all need to warm up a little bit before our debate commences. It's the final after all. So we have to limber up. Uh, And we're going to go into our segment that's called In My Defense, where we try to defend something that's universally despised. And today for our finale, we are doing Mondays. So Mondays are usually not a great day of the week because it's the first day of work. So everyone's a little bit depressed. They don't like it. We're going to change our mind today, aren't we, folks? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm, yeah.
0: I'm, I'm going I'm to jump in straight away and, and actually thank COVID-19 uh, for making Mondays better. Because what is a Monday nowadays? What is a Tuesday? What's a Wednesday? I don't know. I I have no idea what day of the week it is currently. What is a weekend? Exactly. So Monday is just another day, really. Um, So COVID, uh, thanks for normalizing Mondays. Anyone else got anything for them?
1: I have something. Garfield. Where would we be if we didn't have Garfield? And what is Garfield? He's a cat, he eats lasagna, and he hates Mondays. Without Mondays, He'd just be a fat, carb-loaded cat. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. An orange, fat cat? No. We only like him because he dislikes Mondays. So we need Mondays for Garfield to be funny. Hold on, an orange,
0: fat cat? Isn't that Donald Trump?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
3: <laughs> I can tell you why Mondays are a good thing. Because Mondays are all about the possibility. All of the bad things that might have happened the week before, you know you let go of those and you you have a fresh start you know it's, it can be a very positive thing and and for me personally and i think f- i can speak for all of us here we all work shifts so weekends aren't really a thing for any of the four of us anyway and for me personally i don't work on mondays so for me i love mondays
2: yeah personally i love mondays because i do work and i get to spend a day where i'm not the sole you know carer of my human child sole <laughs>
3: carer yeah
2: Soul care a single parent over here what? basically does 99.9% of the child care and the rearing and the house cleaning and all of that stuff so that's my day that I get to go and hand over to my husband so that he's not you know he's doing some of the work as opposed what? to you know,
1: I can definitely see the dynamic happening here. Like i really, <laughs> really annoyed at Like, Oh my god, that's like really sweet. And then Katie comes in and a pow single parent.
0: Yeah. yeah, welcome to the Blind Debate, the <laughs> podcast of home wrecking since 2021.
1: <laughs> Sponsored by Judge
0: Judy. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty convinced to be fair. Um I I would have said probably a couple of years ago, Mondays sucked. Uh not a fan of them. Never liked waking up on a Monday. Uh, I mean, to be fair, didn't really like waking up early in the morning any day. But um, Mondays in particular always had that sort of feeling where you know you walk out and everyone on the tube's miserable. I mean, everyone on the tube's miserable anyway. But um, Mondays especially, even the dogs on the tubes would be miserable on Monday. Whereas now, I'm kind of all right with it. So yeah, I, Mondays are all right with me now. Do
2: you know what though? Mondays are never going to be as bad as you think they're going to be. True. Like you think that Monday is going to be an absolute like shit heap and it ends up that because you think it's going to be as bad it's never that bad and sometimes the best days of the week can be the days that you think are going to be bad and then actually turn out being really good because if you're you know your estimations are in the toilet there's only one way up unless you go further down the toilet which hopefully
3: won't happen. Can I just say, I'm so glad that this is being recorded because I'm pretty sure my <laughs> wife just said something optimistic.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, that Emirates bite you? <laughs> I, I remember when I used to kind of like work uh, Monday to Friday. Um, All right, Dolly, calm down. Of kind of like, <laughs> excuse That's me? Working nine oh, to Dolly five. Dolly Parton?
2: That's not working Monday to Friday, now. It's <laughs> well, well, working not... nine to five. Yeah, but nine to five to Monday to Friday. <laughs> Well, it's the new hit song leave? by Dolly parton
1: Wow. She's like remixing it. <laughs> she's trying to branch out. She hasn't had a, had a hit in a while. Though, she's like, like well, I'm,
3: she's... I've got an idea. We'll just do it again, but we'll change it from time to
2: days. <laughs> Care- careful, Neil. Your youth is showing. <laughs> so,
1: so, my joke before Neil ruined it uh, <laughs> was, was that, uh, like, when it's Sunday evening and you start like um, there used to be this show on TV that like when that music started playing in my subconscious, I realized, oh, my God, Sunday's over and already started being anxious for Monday. That was the worst feeling. Not the Monday itself is fine, but just like the anxiety of, oh, no, my weekend's over. That was the worst. Yeah. But that joke was even worse than Neil's interruption. So we are going to move ahead. Neil, are you ready? To battle for the finale,
0: honestly. Uh, I'm not sure if I am. I'm quite stressed. Uh, my <laughs> heart has started to beat a little bit more, my palms are starting to get sweaty. Um, I, I don't you're know either in love
1: that. or we should call the, the ambulance. Well, it, either way, I went,
0: yeah. I mean, l- let's give it a go. I mean, let's it can't get much worse. Let's do it.
1: So, for our first topic, where Neil and I are going to debate and we are going to fight for uh Katie and Emerson's approval desperately. Desperately like the lady that picks up the phone and the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to fight that desperately. And we're going to discuss close-up magic. Ta-da! Was that you trying to do some close-up magic just then? I, wow. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to do our own sound work because it's just much cheaper. It's it's spectacular.
0: you know it's the season finale, don't you? The budget has been blown on this episode.
2: Yeah, it sounded like you just said zig a <laughs> and i'm like yeah zig a
1: <laughs> it's portuguese for tada <laughs> uh, so neil do you want to flip a coin <clears> so <throat> to see what you're going to defend or not defend close-up magic
0: yes i will get my glamorous assistant to flip a coin for me it's heads so i will be defending close-up magic ricardo you will be trying to vilify close-up magic Go ahead.
1: Easy. All right, people. Think of a loser. He's at a party. He's trying to pick up girls or boys. I don't judge. What's he doing? You guessed it. Closed up magic. Pick a card, any card. Oh god. What is your first reaction when someone walks up to you in a pub with a deck of cards? It's like, sorry, I'm not I don't have any change. <laughs> yes. Close-up magic is stupid. It's basically people tricking you. You don't like people tricking you. It's people lying to you and stealing your money and calling you names behind your back. That's what close-up magic is. Don't let people do that to you. Stand up for yourself. Throw that deck of cards in the floor, on the floor. I don't even have my prepositions anymore. In the floor. I'm so mad. I'm so mad at close-up magic that that's what it's doing to me. So, no. You know what happened to close-up magic? It disappeared. So, it's stupid. It's for losers. If you're not a loser, you're going to side with me on this point. Over to you, Neil.
0: Well, Ricardo, here's why you're wrong. Close-up magic, and magic by itself, is inherently one of the best things ever created by mankind. Magic entertains people. It keeps people interested. It can make you think. It every time you see a magic trick you think oh how did they do that and then you just want to work out how to do it you want to know what what the trick is how how do they do that watching close up magic especially if someone has a deck of cards in their hand and they're able to flick a card around immediately without you even noticing that's an incredible skill that's a lot of effort that someone's gone into to do a trick and and learn a new skill and show people and and demonstrate especially these people on this podcast currently should appreciate how much effort and sort of time goes into preparing a skill like magic and performing in front of people, how much work that is. So close up magic isn't just a magic trick. It's not just performing. It's performing in front of someone's face within a meter of them. They can see everything you're doing, yet you're still doing it to a quality that they can't tell how you're doing the trick. Close up magic is fantastic. Emerson, Katie, over to you. Uh,
1: New, I have a question before that. Oh, go on. Lose say what? Excuse me? Damn it. Okay, <laughs> okay Emerson, Katie, go for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a tricky one. Hmm. We're very good at discussions, though. Usually we get to the answer that is appropriate through much discussion. Yes. As you'll know if you've listened to the curators of horror. Just saying. Um, see, Ricardo... Is coming at this
1: the bully way
2: from a very kind of pessimistic point of view, and I do always that that resonates with me. Um,
0: I feel like Ricardo's had a bad he, experience with a magician
2: once. <laughs> he did mention being in a pub, I don't have a clue what it's like to be in a pub anymore. I don't remember what it's like to be in a pub, and um, the
1: one with the animals, isn't it?
2: Yeah, something yeah, like that. I think yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a goat involved. Yeah, something like just... that. um. <laughs> and he did you know say that a lot of people are losers and rubbish and i'm 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 the type of person who kind of votes for the underdog so it, i'm kind of conflicted but then with neil he was so relentlessly optimistic that that really turned me off
0: <laughs> i've never heard my name and optimistic <laughs> on the same line
3: again guys it's being recorded it's okay
2: and he talked about (laughs) being within a meter of people and we know that that's just never gonna happen ever again that doesn't sound real to me magic so what do you think my husband my love my fire my passions what are your thoughts
3: oh yeah like i'm i'm just i'm trying to you know i'm trying to remove my my bias from this about what i actually think and just yeah base it solely on the arguments and yeah, if like, you're
1: biased, just makes me lose. Just yeah, don't, don't remove it. Just keep it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think for me, uh, I think that that Ricardo was quite negative yeah, and a little me bit too. mean. And I think he like, was a bit that, mean. That feels like low tactics yeah. to me, and I feel low like, blow. Yeah, it's just you know, yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, why'd you do that, Ricardo? Even though Neil
2: to is win. so optimistic.
3: Yeah, I think
2: I feel like you we're know, on the same page. I, I think, think I'm gonna go with Neil. Neil. Yeah, yeah. <gasps>
1: damn right. Shut up, your magical pipe, Ricardo. <laughs> see, that's another reason not to like close-up magic. Anyway, <laughs> fine. So Neil's ahead, but not for long. Out of interest, on that, Ricardo, do you actually not like magic? Oh no, I love it. Okay, cool. Uh, Good. But I'm playing this to win. Uh, <laughs> I don't, there, there is a thing about close-up magic. That, like, I love like the big magic shows. Like, go to Vegas, mm. like see David Copperfield. Like he makes like twenty-seven elephants and a hot woman disappear. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm all for it. But, like, the weird dude, that it's always a weird dude, come on, at the bar coming in, it's like, hey, pick a card. I'm like, uh, no, sorry, excuse me, I have enough friends, thank you. Uh, so, no.
0: Ricardo said kind of, there yeah. by himself, holding it one
1: drink. <laughs> so I, I wasn't even at the pub, please, come on, me at the pub? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm back home playing with my toy trains. So. Um <laughs> It just makes me think of the League of
3: Gentlemen where one of them is, uh, my name's Dean Tavallura. Yeah. So I'm out on the streets of Rustin Basie doing yeah. my magic. Doing my
2: magic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the thing is, Ricardo, hate the person. Don't hate the magic.
3: Exactly.
4: You know? hate,
2: hate the player, because, not the game. Well, this is the thing, is that They're if gone. some creeper came up to me in a pub and was like, I'm doing my magic. Look at going pick a card. <laughs> then I'd be like, i will actually drop kick you in the throat back off but you know (laughs) emrys came up to me on in a bar when we first met and i mean he could have pretty much said everything anything he could have even said "Big a i'm doing my magic and i'd have been like yeah you're doing your magic
1: (laughs) i can feel your magic right now (laughs) is
2: that your magic you just pleased to see me you know was he
0: less than a meter away or
2: i mean back then we could get real close (laughs) I'm talking fifty centimeters.
1: Oh. oh yeah. Oh, we're down from the meter. <laughs> <laughs> Meow. I know. Th- there's no such thing as ugly men; just poor men. Anyway, uh, moving on to <laughs> moving on to the second topic of the evening. Honestly, I'm gonna say I am anxious about this one. Same. You know. The second topic of today is musical theater, Ooh. which we probably already discussed. That is one of my biggest passion so if i have to not defend it i might just fold but i won't cuz i'm doing this for the win for that imaginary cup that we keep talking about we'll do this wait it's imaginary so that's one of the features it's also imaginary oh, okay fine.
2: i thought you were smelling it and stuff earlier like what was, yeah. what was going on with that feels
3: like you've been like banging it on the table yeah. every week in the podcast <laughs> it's not real <laughs> You know you can get you can get really small trophies made for very little amounts of money. I know because we did it on our podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> size doesn't matter, okay? I keep hearing that, and I just need to be, for it to be true.
2: Size, size doesn't matter if you're not got size. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, Katie. Uh,
1: anyway, <laughs> musical theater. I shall flip a coin. and My destiny will come up. In his hands, I am defending musical theatre, yes! I was
0: literally holding my breath on that.
1: (laughs) Rejoice, musical theatre fans. Neil, do you want to start your losing argument first? Not
0: really. Um, So, musical theatre. It's theatre, but with music. Shouldn't theatre be for theatrical performances and music be placed in musical halls, also known as concert halls? Or concerts, uh, stages, elsewhere. A theatre should be for the dramatics. Leave it to Shakespeare, leave it to the Amdrams, or anyone who wants to perform. But singing with acting, does it really work? Can people run around stage and sing about how wonderful the trees are and, oh, there's a bird over there? For me, musical theatre and opera basically go hand in hand. It's boring, it's outdated, I'd rather do something else. I would rather go to theatre and enjoy a normal performance without someone singing about some endless rubbish. Musical theatre deserves to go in the bin. It's too long, the performances go on for ages, songs go on for ages, people start to join in. You might be sat next to, I don't know, Henrietta, the 85 year old grandma who has her boiled sweets in her hand. Don't worry, the rappers are still in their plastic wrappers, and she takes them out during the performance. She's also joining in with every single song. So you can't just enjoy the performance, or try to, because you're stuck with Henrietta going, Ooh, along with the performance. It ruins it for you. It ruins it for the rest of the people. And it's just a dreadful experience for everyone. And also musical theatre. In theatres in the UK, at least, the seats are tiny. There's no leg room. It's uncomfortable. Load of rubbish, musical theatre in the bin. Over to you, Ricardo.
1: Oh, you're done. I wasn't listening. So, no, I actually was listening. I feel personally attacked because I am Henrietta. But <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna go there because yeah, if anyone has ever sat through Les Mis next to me, I am definitely Henrietta.
0: Ricardo is the person clapping
1: along. <laughs> musical theatre. Is there anything more magical than when you're watching a story and then? Everyone in unison breaks into song. And it just furthers the story. And you're transported to this beautiful world of sequins and tap dancing where your problems are solved by a magical ballad or a helicopter just going down on the stage. Not sexually, just <laughs> landing. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: it was yes. at this moment Ricardo realized.
1: I mean, I'm realizing a lot of things tonight. I'm not going to lie. Where else could cats come to life and make a really, really bad movie where they don't edit people's hands? Musical theater. I mean, honestly, there is something magical about 70 people who have 4% body fat wearing sequin suits, tapping in unison. It just jiggles my giblets, and I love it. Can't live without it. Can't wait for this whole craziness to end, so I can go back and see some more musical theater. Katie and Emerus, or as I like to call you, (laughs) Seymour and Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. Tell me, did I hit somewhere that's green?
3: Oh, you're such a charmer, Ricardo. All right, well, I'm going to start with Neil, and I'm going to say, Neil, it's like that, that dumpster fire of what just came out of your mouth was... It's like you knew that we were already going to disagree with it um like just you were just like if i'm gonna go down i'm gonna go down hard
0: yeah a blaze <laughs> um, of glory
3: yeah i don't know if i'd call that glory uh, and ricardo <laughs> for my money i'm gonna say even though you brought up one of my least favorite musicals of all time cats um uh, but yeah, I- I'm still. That's how daring I was feeling. I'm still. I'm still strongly leaning that way. Obviously, we need to hear uh, Katie's thoughts as well. Uh, and then, yeah, you just you took us home by uh, you know relating us to two of our favorite musical theater characters. So, touche, monsieur. Very nice.
2: Yeah, um, Neil. Hello? No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. no. I'm very disappointed in you. And Neil, leave Henrietta alone, you little (laughs) ass. She's living her best life. She is literally keeping theatre alive in a place where there's no theatre right now. You back down and you leave that woman alone and you let her enjoy her boiled sweets and sing along with musicals because that's what musical theatres are for. No. 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 Stop it. No. (laughs) Stop. I'm so cross with you, and I'm—I'm I'm just frankly, I am disappointed.
1: Oh, she's mad and disappointed. That's okay, the second so, in entire series. So, Ricardo, you—you
2: you get points for using the term "jiggles my giblets." Yeah, that was particularly apt. <laughs> and I thought. you get
3: points from me for saying that the songs forward the story because yeah. for me, that is what makes a good musical.
2: And also, and I knew that, and I used it <laughs> to my advantage. <laughs> Also, you did bring up Cats. I like the musical. Not a fan of the film. but did think it would be fun to mention that apparently, originally, they all had CGI cat buttholes. And then when (laughs) they were editing the film, they had to remove them because they were like, this isn't appropriate, even though they left everything else in. So out there somewhere, there must be a cut of Cats the movie where they all have cat buttholes. I kind of want to see that. Yeah, I kind of want to see that I would pay to see that. Um, But yeah, you even brought up Cats, and I still don't. You know, I'm not mad at you for it, because let's be honest, with two ex-musical theatre performances on your pod, performers on your podcast, there was only one way that we were ever going to swing. Isn't that right, my love? Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) So just in case you didn't get that, Ricardo wins.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um
0: I I feel like that was a that was a poisoned chalice I was drinking from. Uh but talking of uh, a poisoned chalice we'll move on to a different controversial recipe and ingredient.
1: Our next topic is pineapple on pizza. This is for all the marbles and I would just like to say before we start I do have an Italian passport and it cannot be revoked. However, I defend this. So Italian people chill i'm doing this for the crown sorry not crown cup i'm doing this for the cup i get a crown as so well screw it yeah i get a cup and a crown if, if i you win you want
2: a crown ricardo you have a crown i'm pretty sure you can get a crown yeah. made for
3: fairly cheaply as well we haven't done that on our podcast <laughs> i thought you were gonna say we i will. know because i've done it and i was like where the hell's my crown
2: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't fair
3: maybe it's gonna be a crown for season two.
2: Oh. well just because you Ooh. think you're gonna win and you want a crown. <laughs> no, it'd just be cool to have like a different You can get thing. me a really big crown when I win again. Okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know how to feel. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, this is the finale. This is the point that decides who wins the Blind Debate Season 1. Pineapple on pizza.
3: I mean, if you're going to pick any topic, I feel like you've gone for something really yeah, serious this is, and quite Yeah, this important. is
2: intense.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, can you feel the earth shaking? All right, Neil, do you want to flip the coin? <sighs> pineapple on pizza.
0: Yeah. So, here we go. The coin has been flipped. And Ricardo, you will be saying that pineapple on pizza is the devil's work. I will be defending it. Ricardo, off
1: you go. So basically, I'm just speaking the truth. Okay, everyone, where does pizza come from? I don't know either, but probably Italy. I'm pretty sure somewhere in Italy. Ask any Italian if you should put pineapple on pizza. You're going to get a slap in the face. Because you shouldn't. No, pineapple doesn't go on the pizza. Pizza is margarita, mozzarella, tomato, and basil. That's it. That's pizza. If you want to go a little bit daring, you can put some sausage or some peppers, but that's it. Otherwise, it's just a carnival of whatever. What is this, craziness? Is This is not madness. This is Sparta. So we have our pizza as the Spartans or modern-day Italians do. So no pineapple on your pizza. No soup for you, and you should not spit on people's culture. You're appropriating Italian's culture. Oh, I got a good one now. We, you're appropriating Italian's culture, and you're just making fun of it by putting your tropical fruit on it, and I don't like it. It is wrong, and yeah, that's it. You're wrong, Neil. Let's see. So, Ricardo, <clears throat> here we go. Um. I'm going to
0: say you can be more wrong about not wanting pineapple on pizza. Personally, this is my actual opinion, I love pineapple on pizza. Every time I order pizza, the go-to topping is pineapple. If a place doesn't have pineapple as a topping on a pizza, probably not going to eat there. Um, Pineapple is itself acidic. Acid cuts through the fatty nature of the cheese and the dough scientifically that's proven to help in digestion but not only digestion that's also very very tasty the sweetness and sort of syrup nature of pineapple works very well with that sort of creaminess of the cheese the mozzarella or as you said mozzarella um, and and the dough uh, of the pizza so it works perfectly it's a match made in heaven You were worrying about um, ruining Italian culture and, you know, offending the Italians. The Italians will be fine. Something is made and made to be changed. Something's created and made to be better. If you create something and expect no one to ever touch it, the world would never continue. The highest skyscraper in England would still be St. Paul's Cathedral. The world has to move on. You have to better yourself. You have to try new things. It might not be to the taste of everybody, but think of classic things that go together in the the world of food. So people have pickles on uh, peanut butter. For me, that's sacrilege. That's absolutely horrendous. A pickle should be going with chopped liver or salt beef, not peanut butter. Is uh, that
1: because your culture says that that's how a pickle should be? In my
0: mind. But people, if they like it, they're more than welcome to it. That's fine. People uh, I know have coffee with their cereal rather than milk. In my head, that's insane. But to them, that's what they like to do. People like to change. People like to evolve. They like to adapt things. And quite frankly, in the world of food and the culinary sort of cuisine room why not try something new if you don't try something new the world's gonna be very very boring very quickly uh so pineapple on pizza why not italians calm down emrys and katie all
1: yours <laughs> it's, it's not in italian nature to calm down but yeah go on <laughs> Mamma <laughs> mia <laughs> all
2: right here we go it's an interesting one because something you should know about me and emrys is that i think that pineapple on pizza is to be perfectly honest an abomination however whenever emrys orders a pizza it has pineapple on it yeah so
3: i love the pineapple i have it with pepperoni because i like the sweet and salt taste combination and in many ways you could think oh this is bad because how we can decide but if anything i would say it is a good thing because it means that we can be totally objective Yes. We can remove any personal bias in the situation. Yes. And we can just make it about judging who debated the best. Yep,
2: that's true.
1: All right. So, Emerson, Katie, for the blind debate and for your marriage, who wins? You can argue the case. (laughs) Yeah. My heart is literally racing (laughs) right now.
2: (laughs) Oh, well, you see, Ricardo, I... I do kind of get what you were talking about with, you know, Italian culture appropriation, all of that type of thing. But something you may not know about me is that I'm actually descended from the Italians. And um, I don't think they really give a damn about whether or not there's pineapple on pizza or not. I think it's a pizza and they're, you know, in general, very passionate people, very loving people. I don't think that they would hold pineapple against you. And, my real beef with what you were talking about speaking as someone who detests pineapple on pizza was that you basically said that you're only allowed sausage and peppers on a pizza. You said tomato and cheese and then maybe some sausage and pepper if you're feeling exciting, but I'm like, what kind of a world are we living in when you can only have sausage and peppers on a pizza? Like what, what kind of precedent is that setting up for the youth of today? that that is is all you can aspire to and all you can hope for and all you can dream of, just peppers and sausage. I personally find that disappointing. It's realistic. You know, it's the second time I've had to bring out the disappointed card (laughs) on this podcast, you know. (laughs) Whilst, you know, and this is, it hurts me to say this, Ricardo, because I, you know, I'm very anti-pineapple on pizza. So, you know.
3: And Neil, you know, your argument was, again, it was very positive. I love that you talked about how things were created to be improved and changed. And, you know, whilst I agree with you in this situation, and obviously that does add some, uh, you know, some weight to your argument, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with the way that you argued it. And I loved the scientific elements that you brought to it in terms of how it actually can add something uh, and describe that in a scientific way, as opposed to just, you know, an enjoyable taste yeah, experience. you got to
2: love it when you're talking about something that aids digestion, particularly when you've had a baby like I have and your digestive tract is just screwed.
1: Did you just eat a baby?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made the baby. I can eat the baby if I want to. You can't tell me. You're not the it's baby, my baby. me. My baby. The other, other white meat. Uh, ultimately... Oh Yes. I have. T- I'm just gonna say disclaimer I haven't yet eaten my baby
1: yet. <laughs> I mean, there's a point where you can't anymore because it's no longer a baby, you're eating a toddler now.
2: She will always be my baby, Ricardo. <laughs> always.
3: <laughs> to quote RuPaul, silence. <laughs> We've made our decision. Bring back my
4: girls. <laughs>
3: I just really got into. Okay, drag season race two, recently. we're
1: doing the whole thing as Drag Race.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> if uh, you can't debate yourself, how in the hell are you going to debate with somebody else? <laughs> Can I get an amen up in here?
3: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. Go on then.
3: Uh, we have made our decision. Yeah. So, the winner of the first series of the blind debate is. Neil. Hey,
2: and the winner is Neil.
1: I'm not a sore loser at all.
0: I I would like to thank everyone who has ever supported me in life. Um, I'll go back to my parents, uh, my family, um, my PE teacher back in uh, year three, who uh, really saw my potential in being able to kick a football really far and change my surname from Keston Baum to Keston (laughs) Boom. It really okay, inspired I'm really me this moment. Really starting to, to regret yeah. our choices here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. it too late to is it too our late mind? to
2: change? I mean, he did say all that stuff about musicals.
0: I am absolutely delighted. Thank you very much. I I'm uh, I'm honoured. Uh, I'm hi- holding the uh, trophy aloft. Uh, Ricardo, uh, suck it.
1: Okay. Oh wait because i lost Uh, (laughs) fine fine all right be that way then it's my podcast room i'm just gonna close the call now and we just don't play anymore that's it that's it
0: he's throwing the toys
1: yeah (laughs) i'm throwing the toys absolutely okay so it feels really awkward now to have to stay in the podcast for the last segment but (laughs) why not it's not the most awkward thing i've ever done today so let's go today (laughs) Uh, (laughs) our last little segment before I can go into my bed and cry is called yes please no thank you and that's where I can just take my frustration out in different topics and Neil and the guests Uh, and our first topic is hot sauce which is also my drag name if we're going to play drag race (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, hot sauce is a, is definitely a yes please for me um i i love it it's i'm i'm not built for heat i'm not built for chili um but i do i do like it there is a level you don't want to cross that level like tabasco fantastic delicious uh Sriracha, delicious past that you you're getting into dangerous territory um but any hot sauce with that actual flavor i like that i'm a, i'm a fan of it
3: I theoretically like hot sauce, but then when I actually put it on my food, I'm like, oh, no, that's that's too much. I'm not going to eat that now. I'm
2: exactly the same. And then you end up with a sore bum later.
3: Yeah, that
0: is always a downside.
3: Yeah. You know, I feel like I th- theoretically really do like it, but actually in practical
1: terms, this a no, thank you
2: yeah, no me. thanks.
1: Yeah, no thanks. <sighs> yeah, you're a non-practicing hot sauce lover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with hot sauce. But yeah, again, like if it's burning your tongue, it's probably not for you. Mm. Uh, so yeah, no, no, thank you for really like ghost pepper. No, that's just too much. But Tabasco, yes, please. So when you are burning in all the ends, what's really good for you? Greek yogurt. What do you think about Greek yogurt? That's topic number two.
0: I'm, I'm torn with this one. Um, by itself, it's just like eating depression and and mistakes um but if you chuck some honey in there some berries you live in the life um but by itself oh i don't know it's just it's a bit sad isn't it
3: i don't think i've ever actually eaten greek yogurt like i'm really trying to remember what it tastes like and i all i can think of is just like natural yogurt
2: and it's kind of like natural yogurt
1: if you do have it with some honey it's a different consistency okay
2: I like it on things like talking about hot sauce. If you have a spicy food and you have a dollop of Greek yogurt on the top, works kind yeah. of in the same way as sour cream. Mm. So, you know that's tasty. I'm right in the middle. But I don't I'm not down with the honey because I don't like honey. I just think that's that's bee mucus. I'm not into that. (laughs) No, like they it's like, I mean, if you've seen bees are awesome. I love bees. But if you kind of think about the way honey's made, it's kind of gross. It's like excretion of bee, you know, I'm not Mm. down with that. So I don't like it on its own.
3: But we're talking about Greek
1: yogurt,
2: <laughs> yeah, not honey.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not above eating excretion stuff. I went to Vietnam, I had the the, the coffee and like the, the, the thing poops, it's delicious. I am Ooh. down for Vietnamese coffee, so you know what? I'm not judging,
2: yeah. I mean, yogurt in general, if we're talking about mucus, is cow yeah. mucus, it's
1: true, it's yeah,
2: isn't it? Mm. So, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, say no, thank I'm you, I'm gonna say a no to Greek yogurt. <sighs>
1: oh my god, you people, come on, the Greeks do everything better. Yogurt, philosophy, orgies, I don't know, everything. <laughs> that was the Romans, wasn't it, as well? That was basically, yeah. So no, Greek yogurt rocks. Like, yogurt is awful, but like Greek yogurt is really good. Like, the, the consistency, like, even the flavor. Yeah, yeah I agree with Neil. Like, put honey on that thing. It's amazing. But even by itself, yeah, it's yes, please, for me. Mm. What's our next one, Neil?
0: Our next topic <clears throat> is strictly... To do with dancing, it's ballroom dancing. Uh-huh. What a reaction? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, you know a joke went badly when Ricardo just goes, "Nah."
2: <laughs> I lost.
1: I'm I'm sore.
2: Yes, please. Ballroom dancing. I love ballroom dancing. I think it's awesome. It's like sequins.
0: Do you watch Strictly?
2: I don't. No.
0: You should if you because like ballroom dancing. I watch
2: too much television anyway. And Emrys has a thing about reality TV, although strangely in recent months that seems to have completely disappeared and we're watching all the shit reality TV. <laughs> yeah, I feel TV. like lockdown
3: so, has broken me yeah, down. So, so maybe
2: I should try and get him to watch Strictly as well. But, ah, oh, it's great. Bit of, bit of fake town, bit of sequins, bit of false eyelashes, bit of rah-rah. Love it. Fabulous.
0: It's just a regular Monday night in Ricardo's house.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> For our American listener. It strictly is Dancing with the Stars. But yeah, yeah I, I, I ruined Neil's joke just like he ruined my podcast, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I'll, I'll try and forgive you. Um, I still won. I'm going to say Katie and I used to work in musical
3: theatre, uh, which is why we still hate you, Neil, even though we did decide that you won. Um, and uh, <laughs> I got to do some like ballroom partner dancing in a couple of shows I was in, and it is the most fun thing in the world to do yourself. I don't think I'm going to be a big watcher of it like we just discussed, but actually doing it for yourself was really, really fun. So for me, it's yes, please.
1: I did seven years of Tango. I'm not joking. I did. Yeah, you
2: did.
0: Ironically, though, it was it was on your own, though. So it uh, wasn't real Tango.
1: I'm so sad that this is an audio podcast and we can't see that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the one that you're seeing in your mind is much better than whatever you would see. In real life, uh, I doubt but you. yes, I will send you videos. <laughs> yeah, that—that's actually my biggest hang-up with ballroom dancing. You can't do it by yourself, and I'm a loner. I do not like other people, so it's, it's a big kind of like out of my comfort zone to actually have to dance with other people. Like, yeah, as you see, I'm—I'm I'm the kind of kid that throws the toys away. So, yeah, no, but I—I I, yeah, yes, please for ballroom dancing, but just certain ballroom dances because my hips don't lie because they don't move so I have to kind of choose my dances very well that there's not much hip action
0: for me it's kind of a no um, just I don't know it's not really my kind of cup of tea
2: you just don't know how to feel yeah. joy do you Neil <laughs>
0: well I do I I didn't until today Uh, however I have just won season one of uh, Blind Debate, so maybe my opinions will change Um, I think do you know I've not been exposed to ballroom dancing I don't really know much about it I know that strictly has that but uh maybe i'll watch next season and uh see if i can get into it
3: or maybe you should do some dancing with ricardo i think that's actually deal
0: we'll we'll do that for the trailer of season two if we
1: can be close Oh my god, yes (laughs) but we have to be two meters apart that's even better deal that would be a really fun visual gag and what other visual gags do we have gifs 100 yes
0: i i couldn't wait to get started on that gifs are awesome. They're they're the best way to communicate via message. Um there are endless amount of gifts available. You can search for any sort of word, phrase, topic, anything. There's a gift for it. You can create your own gifts if you want. It's amazing. Gifts are the gift of God. Yes, please.
1: I'll tell you the only thing I don't like about gifts is people that pronounce it GIF. Yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah. What are you doing, people? It's wrong. Like, you shut your mouth, it's GIF. And I know exactly the person who's listening to this and is, like, just throwing things around. Yeah, that's for you. GIF. <laughs> what are you going to say? Talk back? You can't as a podcast. So there you go. GIFs. <laughs> yeah, GIFs are amazing. Yeah, Neil made a lot of GIFs, mostly about me.
3: Should we
0: move on? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm definitely pro-GIF. Um, I like that it lightens up the mood of my uh, text message groups. And, uh, yeah, like, I think the only time I'm going to be a no thank you is when people use it for, like, inspirational quotes. Ew. I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of <laughs> my text group right now. You're expelled. Get out. But when it's for funny stuff, yeah, all day long. So, I'm, yes, please.
2: Well, you know, the funny thing is that nowadays, the youth of today, along with having your hair in a side parting and wearing skinny jeans, James, jeans jeans
0: jeans i love my jeans
2: jeans actually consider <laughs> using gifts as defining that you are old that's one oh. of those things oh no yeah the users I'm old? today who who do not use such things and are all on like you know doing viral dances on tiktok and stuff like that they're like no that's what makes you an old person
3: well if liking gifts makes me old i don't want to be young. yeah
2: no i'm kind of like do you know what if there's some young whippersnapper coming around telling me that i'm old i'm like do you know what reel your neck in a bit babe and i'm gonna say yes to gifts just to spite the youth of today
1: absolutely I mean, they don't listen to the podcast let's let's be honest <laughs>
0: No, they're too busy trying on their jeans. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Talking of a a way of to try and get yourself into skinny jeans, you need to sort of wrap yourself up all in it. However, talking of wraps, our next topic is wrap sandwiches. Is it a yes please or a no
3: thank you for you? I love a chicken Caesar wrap. (laughs) Oh yes please, like very very simply and easily. Yes.
2: See, sometimes I'm in, I'm down for a wrap. I have, I have indulged in a wrap or two, but I still feel like there's a voice in the back of my head that's saying you should have the wrap because it's like better for you than a full fat sandwich. Do you know what I mean? And I I don't feel like it's very healthy of me to invest time in, in a voice that wants to bring me down like that you know so I'm gonna say no to wraps basically as a way of saying yes to a full fat sandwich
3: I prefer a wrap like I like the soft texture of the tortilla and for someone who was a really picky eater growing up it's a really good way to get me to eat a bunch of
1: stuff that yeah, you I can't can tell see. that you're
2: a picky eater because what you pick is rubbish
1: <laughs> wow yeah Brutal. <laughs> I mean, I'm, this coming from the person that chose Neil to win the blind debate. But
0: that's- <laughs> <laughs> Sit
1: down, loser. Sit down. I feel what Katie said of, like, it's not a full fat sandwich, but then when we get to the same frozen yogurt debacle of, like, it's not the same. Like, oh, I'm getting healthy. I'm having frozen yogurt. Oh, I'm being healthy. I'm having a wrap. No, I kind of want bread. Where's the bread? Yeah. Like, if I'm having a sandwich, like, I need to feel the breadiness. Uh... <laughs> Are you ready for the spread? Yeah, <laughs> No, yeah, I need I need I need more carbs. No. Like, yeah, the wrap is just not enough. However, burrito.
0: I was just about to say that.
1: It's yeah. not a wrap though, not a wrap.
0: Is it no, not? not Cuz you, no. you wrap it in a tortilla. A
2: burrito is a different animal. It's a different, different animal. animal. A I wrap think sandwich, of a wrap is cold. And yeah, a, a wrap sandwich to be warm. was, you know, a wrap sandwich is not a burrito. A burrito is a completely different creature in and of itself and it is you know delicious. it's from the divine basically oh, yes. so there's no comparison
0: i'm 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 definitely a yes please for wraps but with with one sort of sort of caveat to it if it's constructed well if the wrap has been constructed poorly count me out because if, if things are leaking out. out of the bottom yeah. and if things are ripping apart nah, nah, nah you have to think about those load-bearing lettuces Exactly. They, they need to be strategically placed. The sauce needs to be inside, not on the outside.
1: <laughs> what kind of sandwich do you have with the sauce on the outside? <laughs> no, that before. is an enchilada.
0: <laughs> a completely different animal. What about a, f- a fajita? Does that, does that count as a wrap?
1: Now we're asking the good questions. Um, I would say no. Because again, if we're counting this as a sandwich and something usually cold, then no. Because the fajita is like the whole feast Right. It's not built like you. You don't get a fajita pre-built. You get all the ingredients and you do it yourself. That's part of the fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. And but, as the I, resident I think, uh, South I think American, that makes
3: it less fun. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm paying you for this food, and also I have to.
1: I have to make it myself. <laughs> that's how I feel about like eating shellfish, like crab, like Dungeness crab. It's like it's 40 minutes of breaking the crab for like very very little payoff with the meat
3: when katie and i were on uh, a romantic getaway in paris once we went to this really fancy french restaurant obviously we were in paris they before.
1: only call it restaurants there
3: um
2: are you gonna tell the story yeah oh, okay
3: and we <laughs> ordered our food and then right at this the waiter was like taking our order and this I just... is
2: typical emeryst by the way this is him <laughs> like trina to, trying to be like king dingaling when he's, <laughs> when he's ordering his food
3: right as the waiter was about to leave i just i just handed them my menu and said and we'll have a crab <laughs> and they <laughs> brought us this crab and it was the whole crab whole and it was crab. massive and they were like emrys
2: were scared of it and
3: it was all these different implements for r- breaking it open and i've never been so intimidated by an item of food in my life and
2: you know what happened
3: Katie had to break it up for me. I disemboweled
2: <laughs> the crab. And I had a great time. And Emrys was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. Because I was like whacking the crab in this restaurant. They gave me, I mean, they gave me tools. It was a what, big I mean, crab. what did they expect me to do? I was living my best life. Yeah. But yeah.
3: Hey, it was nice. I yeah. felt bad that I didn't eat it all.
2: <laughs> I don't think you ate even close to like a third of that crab. No, <laughs> to be fair, it was mostly just like. Shell. It's all shell. That's yeah,
1: the problem. I mean, it's really good. It's tasty. <laughs> like the part of it that you can actually eat is really tasty, but it's just not worth the trouble. We'll
2: have a grab. <laughs> <laughs> one of the most emorous things that Emorous has ever done. Yeah, do that. Yeah,
1: I kind of just want to go to Paris with you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. On to the next one. I think this one's going to be a party. Karaoke. How do we feel about karaoke? Oh, it's a big old yes, yes, please, yes for us unanimously,
3: yes
2: please. You know, karaoke means empty orchestra. It
3: does. Yeah. Ooh, yeah,
2: isn't that mm. cool? Yeah, I love a bit of karaoke, and I can never persuade people to come to karaoke with me. It's one of my biggest sadnesses in life that no one wants to carry my okie. It's very sad.
1: I'll carry your okie whenever <laughs> you want me to. Oh, no, forget Emerson; he's not great. I'll go with karaoke <laughs> with you. Yeah, even though you, you, you did you look me over for neil i will <laughs> still go to karaoke with you ricardo they're no quality when
0: they see it or hear it in this case um for me, karaoke's uh, it's a no thank you I, I don't enjoy singing i have a dreadful singing voice um, neil
2: i really don't want you to win anymore <laughs> yeah. you,
3: you might, might be good at debating but you're like- also you're a
2: the bad <laughs> human <laughs> Where is the joy in your life? Like there is no joy. You are sad, man.
0: I, I've done karaoke once, and, and it it just I just didn't enjoy it. it. Made me feel rubbish. And then I just sat there for the rest of the evening, just thinking, when can I leave? <laughs> the most story of my life, really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a no thank you for me. I, I don't enjoy
1: karaoke. It makes me feel really awkward. I will say with karaoke, like it, it, it's all about like the group that you go with. Yeah, because if you're the only one that's into it, then like everyone's Neo, just like oh, well, can we go home now? Can we go somewhere else? So then you're not enjoying yourself, and even if it's just one Neo in the group, like everyone's having fun, but you're looking at Neo in the corner, kind of looking at his phone, like oh, okay, maybe we should go because yeah, Neo, Neo's being boring again. <laughs> However, if <laughs> everyone's into it, then it's good. But yeah. we all have that one friend, hello, that has t- no, no, not not you, oh. the one that loves karaoke. Oh, not me. Not you, but they sing badly and often, <laughs> yes. Like they, and I live for that person, yeah.
2: They're living their best life, yeah. but the problem yeah.
1: is they yell like they don't even sing, they just grab a microphone and then they yell, yeah. And yeah. like you're trying to sing, but you can't because that person just not in the heart, and you're to blame. You're to bl-. it's just no, what,
2: what are you, no. Know? let them shine let them shine ricardo (laughs) but for every song i'm paying for the hour (laughs) (laughs) well you want to know a funny fact about um what's not a fact it's just a memory of karaoke is that i first realized that um i was in love with emrys when he sang karaoke what was the Aww. song? Yeah, he well, he, he sang two songs. He oh. sang Ain't That a Kick in the Head with Your Friend. Ironic. And, and Night, and, night day. and Day. Oh, my God, mm. it was very, very arousing. <laughs> We'd been going out for a week and we told each other we loved each other because back then we were all sunshine and roses and I wasn't Aww. dead inside like I am now. So, you know, it was a very romantic time.
3: Yeah, and at certain points you could get 25 centimetres away from each other. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just so, bragging we, we went to a, uh, a a bar on tottenham court road that did a karaoke competition uh, and i went first time i went with one of my friends uh, before i met katie and i won the competition and it was like I, you know i'm gonna say that like i'm really proud but really like the competition was not very steep let's say <laughs> but it was like really it was like the first prize was a hundred pound bar tab and oh, the wow. second prize was a bottle of champagne. And Ooh. me and my friend won first and second prize. And then we went again with Katie. And then she won first prize. Yeah, and I won did. second prize. So yeah, she
2: did. We entertained yeah. people and we got some drinks. Yeah, I think they're a bit sick of us, though, because they were like, you guys again. And yeah. I was like, I wasn't here last time. Let me sing. And
3: then they were like, and that's why
2: you're the winner. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, anybody has a... <laughs> Anybody has a good uh, go-to karaoke song? Oh yeah, I like the crooners. I'll do any of the croony songs. I love
2: me a bit of "Wrecking Ball" by Miley Cyrus. Oh, that's oh yeah, one. oh yeah, because I like to just you know swing the round. And if
3: they have musical <laughs> theatre, then
1: I oh sing god, anything, yeah, anything, yeah, that's the one that I sing like badly and often. Anything from South Pacific, I can do the the deep ones.
0: <laughs> uh, do a lot of people sing Frank Sinatra in karaoke? Is that is that a big thing?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, if if you have, like, a certain tone of voice, is not that, I mean, you're not going to sing like Frank, but it's, you I, can I mean, do it without I, being too bad.
0: Yeah, I can imagine people sing my way, like, the whole time. I, I reckon people in karaoke places hate it.
2: Now, I seem to remember that there was a series of murders that happened in Japan because when people started singing my way at the karaoke, because it's like about seven minutes long or something. And literally people just got so mad at the fact that people kept doing it, that some people actually like got killed. Oh, wow. That's a Not thing.
1: The song I would kill if someone put on karaoke. Again, you're char- you're being charged by the hour if you're like on the little boxes thing. Someone thinks, oh, let's just put on Hotel California. It's like nine minutes just the <laughs> intro. There's no singing. You're just listening to this Atari playing Hotel California for six minutes, just waiting. Like, no. Stupid song. Choose something else.
0: Ricardo, I've got I've just figured out my my karaoke. <laughs> Mamaleo. Oh, it
1: is, yes. I, I made that song become like one of the heavy rotations in Neo's playlist
0: it's my alarm i wake, i wake, i wake up to bumble every day and i still <laughs> love the song.
1: and the last topic before we can say goodbye and i never have to speak to Neo again before we do season two spin-offs how do we feel about spin-offs are we talking movie spin-offs or tv spin-offs or either the concept of spin-offs yeah anything
2: i used to hate them and then wandavision happened and now i'm a convert yeah yeah I used to be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not here for the extracurriculars. But now I'm like, yes, give me more. More WandaVision, I specifically. Think,
3: I think spin-offs <laughs> Just... like musicals, there are some that are amazing. And mm. Neil hasn't discovered those yet. And there are some <laughs> that are terrible. But I would say on par, I would say if it gives us things like WandaVision and like the like Rogue One, Fantastic spin-off of Star Wars. I'm gonna say yes, please, to spin-offs.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think I'm just very cautiously optimistic with, with spin-off like because yeah, again, there's some really, really good ones, like Better Call Soul coming from um oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Really good oh, yeah. spin-off. Really good spin-off. Uh I-, I was kind of researching spin-offs. Do you know the Simpsons are a spin-off from the Tracy Ullman show? It is. Mm. so that is like really successful like you don't even think about it as a spin-off uh, frasier is a spin-off from cheers that's yeah. my favorite I, I was about to mention uh frasier that's a fantastic see, see how it feels when someone ruins your argument on your podcast yeah like <laughs> still one uh, did you know yeah. they're making a new series of frasier
0: like, yeah i'm really worried
1: about that oh. me too <laughs> so they they did that with will and grace so like will and grace ended like 10 years ago and they they, they started just doing them again I like it. It's fine. They, they just basically picked up where they left off. Just the actors are ten years older, but I'm here for it. I, I love you and Grey. So yeah, um, spin-offs. I'll say uh, no, thank you. In principle, because like most of them are bad. Like see Joey after Friends, please. Oh, yeah. uh, but there are some good ones. So I'll, I'll admit there are some good ones, but in principle, no, thank you. I'm
3: also gonna say you know, you know, potentially if you consider you know, your guys' inspiration for this podcast. You're being a spin-off. Ours. <laughs> what yeah. did you call me?
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> without without us, then uh, then you wouldn't be here. So you're a spin-off. So you yeah. got you gotta be you gotta be a yes please because you gotta be pro yourselves.
2: You're welcome.
0: Yeah I'm, I'm a yes please for them. Uh spin-offs are good, I think. There's there's a few really, really horrendous ones. Um but overall, why not?
1: Same thing with the pineapple on pizza, really. Let's not talk about this ever again. <laughs> My winning point. Ricardo, do you actually not like pineapple on pizza? Oh. I have no problem with pineapple on pizza to be honest. <laughs> uh- I'm <laughs> from a country where you put whatever the hell you want on a pizza. Like tuna fish, you do a tuna melt pizza, yep, do it. Do you want to put beans. like yeah, do you want to put beans on a pizza? Put do it. Yep, don't care. Do you want to make a sweet pizza with like bananas and strawberries and a key lime pie. Yep, do it. Chocolate yep. spread oh, on oh, pizza. Yeah. Nutella. Yeah, any Italian will say yes to Nutella on anything. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. fine. They're they're okay with that. But yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm fine with whatever. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to win.
0: <laughs> we didn't. Um, so yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the end of yes please no thank you for our season finale, which also
1: brings us to the end of the podcast. So what have we learned today? First of all, that I don't like Neo, but. <laughs> Pick a card, any card. If it's Emrys, the King Dingaling, you also get another card, Katie, that just comes with him. Just <laughs> also, the Disappointment card comes out a lot.
4: <laughs>
1: Don't you dare put pineapple on top of St. Paul's Cathedral. It's sacrilege and also really, really hard. <laughs> and you will be judged by Henrietta, the little old lady with her boiled sweets, living her best life. Stay tuned for the Blind Debate Drag Race coming on season two. <laughs> you are definitely going to be shaking it on your Jans.
2: Jans. Jans.
1: Jans.
2: jans. And if you jans. want to listen to
1: a, an amazing podcast that we spin off of, you should listen to the Creators of Horror, right? Yes.
2: Yes. We've got loads of Jans over on the floor. <laughs> Skinny
0: Jans, Flair Jans,
2: Jans, Skinny Comfort Jans. jans
1: double jams apple bottom jams
2: mom jams <laughs> muffin top jams you know
1: all right kids so thank you very much for coming on our podcast thank you very much for inspiring our podcast to be honest i don't know you made me lose so eh. <laughs> could take it or leave it <laughs>
2: <laughs> regretting your choices
1: now it's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Remember to follow us on Instagram, Ricardo, what's our handle?
1: At Blind Debate Podcast.
0: It is. Oh, you're just testing me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, episode 10. I thought, you know, let's uh let's see what see what's going on.
1: At some point yeah. I'll memorize it, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> Emerson Katie, thank you so much for coming on and helping me win.
3: Yeah, we didn't want you to win. Nah. You did a good argument. So well done. They still don't.
1: You can yeah. tell in their voice. Yeah. It's just bitterness. It's a dirty win, so there you go. Emerson, Katie, how can we find the Curators of Horror?
3: You can check us out on Instagram at Curators of Horror and listen to the podcast itself wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Speaking of amazing podcasts to listen to, we're finished with Season 1, but Season 2 is coming. Yes. So we're going to have some new spin offy uh, segments, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be huge. Huge. Keep following us on Instagram and we'll tell you when season two will start. But thank you very much for listening to season one. And even though Neil has won the season one, it was still pretty good season up to today. <laughs> <laughs> it was, absolutely. Thank you for listening. I've been Neil. I've been Ricardo. I've been Emrys.
2: And I've been Katie. Bye. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>